the sourcing school is definitely the push of what we're working on. There's another couple of other tweaks to our the masterminds that we run. We do uh, one that's specific, specifically for sh- Shopify users and brand owners that we're retooling and relaunching. This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this shorter episode, we bring you our hot takes on topical and central e-commerce subjects, fresh from our expert panel, Chris Green, Jason Miles, Kyle Hamer, and myself, Michael Beasley. Let's jump in. Today's sponsor is Eva, the best Amazon stock management tool. How much has going out of stock cost you over the lifetime of your business? And what is it going to cost you this Q4? Eva predicts precisely what stock you need. It learns from your account and it improves constantly. Eva serves hundreds of private label seven-figure sellers. To get a 15-day free trial, go to amazingfba.com forward slash Eva. That's amazingfba.com forward slash E-V-A. Welcome to another episode, a 41st, I think, of the e-commerce call-in show where we talk about, we have our hot takes on topics, e-commerce, and uh, slightly broader sometimes. Today, we're going to talk about our secret projects, what we've been up to. We're going to open the kimono in that strange phrase which Americans use. I'll pull back the curtain perhaps a bit more comfortably. So we have our usual expert panel, Jason Miles, my uh, fellow conspirator on the, all things the e-commerce leader, and Kyle Hamer and Chris Green as well. Gents, welcome. I'm Michael Vizier in London, England. Let's get cracking with our secret projects. Jason, I think we'd better start with you because it could take a while. You've been a very busy man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you been up to? Okay, secret projects. Yeah, this last month, a lot of secret projects. I've been doing charity projects, personal projects, and biz projects. I am super pumped about a new thing we're working on for Omni Rocket, which is called the Sourcing School. And so I might be stealing Kyle's thunder. I don't know. But anyway, I'll mention it. He can do something else. It's going to be great. It's going to be a monthly subscription program for people who are interested in learning retail arbitrage, garage sailing, and entry-level e-commerce strategies. And Danny Stock's going to be our amazing instructor. We're looking for more faculty. If you happen to love garage sales or in-store retail arbitrage or Craigslist arbitrage things, that kind of reach out to us. But that's going to be a blast. We actually literally kick it off uh, tomorrow for registration page is opening tomorrow, thesourcingschool.com. And I'd say that's my my sort of top of mind. On the charity front, I'll just mention that. I leave for Zambia on Friday. We have uh, just an amazing partnership. We're launching with a large charity called Convoy of Hope. We'll be feeding 4,850 kids daily hot lunch going forward in 10 schools in the most desperate urban shantytown or, or slum uh, in Lusaka, Zambia. And that's really exciting. Uh, it's come together. I was in Springfield working with them a couple weeks ago, and we're just thrilled. I'll be hosting their senior team, and it will be a blast this next week. So that's uh, ministry charity stuff as well as business stuff. Wow. That's so busy, man, literally flying around the globe. Kyle, we better come to you now. Your thunder's been stolen. Can you think of other exciting things? Omni Rocket sounds great. What other things have you got going on? Yeah, sourcing school is definitely the push of what we're working on. There's another couple of other tweaks to our the masterminds that we run. We do uh, one that's specifically for Shopify users and brand owners that we're retooling and relaunching, which I'm excited about. And then we're still kicking around this idea of a um, 
an Amazon brand mastermind as well. So those who are brand registered sellers that want to do private label, there's still some push within the community to get that out the door and people are asking about it. So I think that's some of the planning stages. We've still kind of been working through the details over the last month on that. So having mastermind and group memberships available for different people at different stages and different focuses in their e-commerce business. It's been the push that we've been working on this last month. Yeah, it makes sense. And and it's really, really good to have specific masterminds. It's funny how, because I've been running them for, for Amazon for years and it does make a difference if you've got somebody, I've, I've got a fantastic sort of early stages, but very successful direct-to-consumer mentoring client. And it's just not a match for the mastermind because they're talking about Amazon all the time. So it is really important to be specific and it's good that you're developing that. So, Chris, you're always a man who's doing lots of different stuff. What have you been up to? What's your secret project? I, I got to keep the answers short, right? Because this is like hot takes only. Because I, I feel like I've done a little bit of everything, which puts me in a good position to give people advice or asking for advice. Although I'm pretty good at giving advice, even when not asked for advice or an opinion. I'm trying to get better at that, though. But something I am trying to get better at is saying no. And I've said no to some things lately. And historically, I've been like hesitant. I, like, I don't want to like, let people down. I always want to help out. And it feels good to say no, because saying no means that I have time and to focus and have clarity around what I actually want to do. And so I recommend people start saying no a lot, especially if you're someone who like is a people pleaser and wants to always say yes and all those things. But what I've been thinking about lately, because I had this project, I had this plan, and it made a lot of sense. I was like, oh, this is going to be huge. It's going to be awesome. It's got all these right pieces. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, I can't build that. That's like a little out of my kind of, you know, skill set kind of thing. And what I feel I got kind of hooked into was this idea of being the CEO, being the number one, being the founder, being the entrepreneur, which I think a lot of people are getting hooked on in a not the correct way because they see the Gary V's, they see the Instagram and they see all this stuff. And they think that's me. That's me. I want to be, I want to be that. I want to be like the number one. I want to be the founder. I want to CEO, top guy. Not everybody's made out to be the top guy. And I'm learning I'm not made out to be the top guy. I would have a lot more fun and a lot more success doing a number two, three, four, whatever it might be, chief marketing officer instead of executive officer. Because marketing, getting attention, like putting things together with new promotional options, I love that. I can do that all the time. So one project that I've kind of just completely pivoted on is to be like, wait a minute, someone else is already doing this. Let me bring my take and spice for something to a place that already has it. So I don't have to be number one. And I say this as this is the advice I'm giving myself. So if anybody else is in this kind of same position, they can be like, you know what? That kind of sounds like where I'm at. I'm going to do the same thing. And if it's okay for Chris Green to do it, then it's going to be okay for me to do it. Because I think just too many people get caught up in the the hustle culture that is out there. Thinking I got to be everything for my Amazon business, my eBay business. When maybe it's better to do something else in, a, in the sense of, focus on your strengths in a business and find the right people to work with. And that way you're going to enjoy what you're doing because you're actually doing something that you're good at and actually like instead of trying to do all of it. Yeah. It's advice I'm giving myself. And if it you know resonates with someone else, even better. Excellent. I've got to say, it sounds like I'm cheating, but that's really been part of my journey this month. I, I, I listened to on the advice of a, a friend of mine, Ben Leonard, who's a very smart guy. He, he built and sold a business for within three years for seven figures in the Amazon private level space. He's now a business broker, got two kids, young kids, um, bright guy. And, and he mentioned Greg McCoon. He wrote the book Essentialism. So I read it or listened to it as an audio book and I'm re-listening to it because I really need that. So saying no 
to your point, Chris, I so resonance with me. I've been literally thinking, how do I implement this? And I came to a decision and I've my poor podcast content editors now having to reel everything around. But I'm basically saying no to pretty much all podcast guests from here on who are just coming out of the woodwork and who aren't relevant to the content we're trying to produce, which feels like um immediately the right decision as soon as we did it so i'm going to make time for the projects i care about i'm working on profit quiz which is nearly done now and that's sort of on the back end of it um going to be sending people to whoever can help them best it may be me in some cases in a lot of cases it will be affiliate partners or people we don't have any affiliate relationship with but people who can help them best so i'm quite excited about that as a refocusing what i do to help maximize people's profit and to make sure that refocuses on amazon a lot of our guests recently have been around off Amazon topics, but we already do the e-commerce leader with Jason. So we have a broader set of content already, I think. So I'm refocusing on Amazon private label and focusing specifically on profit maximization and also been reconsidering how I want this business to serve my life rather than the other way around and make sure that I don't become a sort of podcasting service for the Amazon community without it actually benefiting me, which I've, I've allowed to happen too much. So interesting that I've had a similar sort of journey to you, Chris, somehow. We've all been busy people. Second round, anyone who wants to come back in and respond on, on anything, any thoughts that have come up or anything else you've been doing, we should know about. You know, I think people need to know that they have permission to pivot. They have permission to be like, hey, I'm an Amazon seller. And you know what? I don't like it anymore. And I'm going to go get a job. Okay. I, I think there's a little bit of a stigma in like the Amazon community or even the entrepreneur community, where if you like stop doing one thing to do something else, oh, you failed at X or what? No, you pivoted, you changed because you learned something new or you decided something else fit your life better and just do you be able to say no, do the things you want to do. Don't feel pressure from outside people because as much as people think, oh, everybody's like thinking about you. No, they're not. They're thinking about themselves and everything I'm saying, I'm just giving advice to myself. <laughs> <laughs> which is what everybody do. And I would encourage people every time like an inspirational quote or short post on social media, imagine that person reading it to themselves because that's literally what 99% of it is. When someone's like, oh, you should do this. Yeah, they figure that out for themselves. They're telling themselves, they just want to share it on Facebook as to document it and just realize that they're not telling you what to do. They're telling themselves what to do. And if it resonates with you, then you can do it as well. But it's not them telling you what to do as if they're some expert or genius. They're giving themselves advice. They're just writing it down. That's so funny. I, literally, that was me this morning. I, I sat outside having my coffee in this yard and I thought I just saw somebody had moved some heavy objects off the wall because there's a sort of wall that's a kind of run for squirrels, cats and neighborhood foxes that run back and forth. My wife had observed that we'd put this pot up there out of the way in order to clean the yard and it was blocking this flow of squirrels. And I put it down. I thought I can't resist this as a simple, cheap little metaphor here and just sat down and told the world what i was thinking but you're bang on it was exactly what i was thinking for myself the reason it's worth sharing perhaps uh, to the flip side of that idea is that uh it's still true for other people <laughs> so i was thinking what simple thing can you move out of the way that will actually free up flow in your life really and for me um, i immediately went and got on a, a call with my va and we've rejigged how we deal with the podcast so there you go you're absolutely right chris you couldn't say fairer than that except that it's hopefully also valuable to other people so that's my second round jason What's your yeah. second, second thoughts? Yeah, I'm really excited about this uh, project. It's uh, completely hands-off on my side at this point, but I bought this company. It was a seed company. It had the Happy Guarding Life Instagram handle. And uh, three, four years ago, no, in 2017, five, is that five years ago? Good Lord. Anyway, it's been a company with no product for five years, but the Instagram influencer level work has blown up. So at the Happy Gardening Life, on Instagram, I think we have 340,000 followers or something like that. And it's really, it's a cool 
Instagram profile. So anyway, all that to say, I hired Rob Crin. Some of you guys would know him. And he's helping me research the seed company opportunities. And we're going to do seed packets. And it will be a private label. And all the proceeds will go to our work in Zambia. But he's helping me research the right uh, mix of producers. It's not going to be straight private label per se. It's more like wholesale but we're going to figure it out. So it is our own private label brand, I guess you could say. It is the accurate way to say it. And I'm really excited about it. So that's coming together on the research phase. It might take me six months to figure out that I can't make any money doing it. Or I might spend a ton of money trying to do it and figure out I can't make any profit, but I'm doing it nonetheless. And it will be promoted by our Instagram account and YouTube and all of the uh, email list and socials for the Happy Garden Live. And we'll see how it plays out, but I'm excited about it. So. It might take some time, but you'll hear more in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, welcome to Private Label, dude. That's it's been Thank a long you. time coming. Thank you. <laughs> Only five years. Welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah, it's a good job uh, Kyle is there to to talk you off the ledge when it gets tricky because it has its moments, but it's also a very exciting journey at that times as well. Kyle, what are your I feel uh, like we have to have a graduation ceremony or something. Like we, we shouldn't graduate really, yeah. to private label. Graduated or descended or <laughs> whichever yeah, exactly, way you see it. Exactly. Kyle, other things you've been doing that, that we yeah. should know about? One of the things that I've been really focused on, probably more so over the last few weeks, but it, it's really about top of funnel traffic. And so with Omni Rocket and even with the e Commerce business, leads matter. Uh, everyone's focused on the sale, right? It's all about the sale. It's all about closing that first customer. And I get that, but that's only a very small percentage of the customer buying experience and journey. So I've been thinking a lot about that. And I'm also thinking about in those top of funnels, closing to that first sale, what really matters. And after looking at working with clients and looking at what they're doing, and even from an e-commerce side, not just the info product side, I come to this conclusion, which I already knew, but it just it got reinforced in my thinking and in my mind. It's the difference between your product and your offer. And the reason why... <laughs> That you are that you struggle to get your initial sale is because your offer is bad. It's not a good pro- offer to, to, to market fit, or it's just actually just not a good offer. And we get convoluted in as e-commerce sellers thinking that oh, our product is the offer. I was like, no, you need to think about your product as the service. It's providing some sort of tangible benefit to the person to your potential customer. The offer is how you package it. The offer is what value do they get buying your product, your unique selling proposition. And as I was looking at different funnels and looking at different clients and looking at what they're doing, I was like, they don't have a traffic problem most of the time. Most of the time they have an offer problem. And that offer will actually help solve the conversion problem that they're trying to solve as well. If you present a great offer, you're going to deal with your conversion. You won't have to worry about traffic. And so I think that really got me thinking about what makes a great offer. And that's been my journey over the last week, two weeks. And we'll probably continue next time we talk about uh, this in a month or so, we'll probably have an, a different take on my, my thinking on it. But I do think that e-commerce sellers need to get much more clear on what it is that they're offering their customers that is beyond just a product description. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I, I'm a bit obsessed with this differentiation. People talk about what products are market match or product market fit, which is critical, obviously. And you know about that because the reviews allows you your good. So on Amazon, it's fairly concrete. And there are equivalents of that in any platform. 
But the offer is a separate thing. The offer is what people buy. They don't buy products. And we know this because you only get the product after you've bought on Amazon or any kind of e-commerce. For anyone who's thinking about this, there is a genius book called $100 Million Offers. I'm not an affiliate for this, partly because it's free. This isn't free because it's the print edition. But the Kindle and audiobook are free by a guy called Alex Hormozzi. And it's just brilliant. It's, yeah, it's not e-commerce specific, but it's just, it makes you think and rethink and really think and hone and just craft an offer to your point, Kyle. So I love that, that thinking. It's such a good book, man. The Audible edition of that is great as well. I listen to that and have listened to it repeatedly now. It's a great book. Yeah. yeah, I'm on my second listen of that as well. So yeah, 100% endorsement all around here. Then folks, so final thoughts to take away any final things that you think people should know about or any final um, thoughts generally in response to today's topics? To me, the summertime is a good time to have a sprint. That three month interval to me is an interesting thing to say, okay, what could we achieve in the next three months? Obviously that might be a lot of family stuff, but it might be a lot of you know, personal vacation. All of those things count. And uh, but I like to look at it that way. So I would just challenge everybody, like, plot out your summer. By August, what, can you, what can you cram in both fun and, you know, and uh, work and uh, meaningful give back efforts as well. So there you have it. Yeah, nice idea. I, I rarely tend to plan my summer in that way. So that's a, a good wake up for me. Chris, your thoughts? Just as I say, people should be saying no. The things you do say yes to, you need to go all in on and say, look, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to commit this summer to actually doing these things. And I think people, they underestimate how much they can get done in a week, in a month, in a summer. You can get a lot done if you like actually focus on it. So that's the other side of the coin of saying no. It's like the things you are saying yes to, you, you need to commit to and focus and put the other stuff on the back burner and actually get something done. And... Yeah, figure out a problem your customers have and solve it. And then, boom, you're a business. Piece of cake. The rest is easy. This is so fascinating. Listen to what you're saying is basically me talking to myself. And to your point earlier, Chris, you were saying uh, people giving advice are generally giving advice to themselves. It's the physician heal thyself thing. I think you're right, but also it's still of genuine value to other people. So it's great to hear you saying that. I think for me, I just want to endorse what you just said, really. I'm, I am saying no and putting systems and people in place to push the wrong types of things away in order to make space and you're right, absolutely right the other thing i've got to commit to is getting an audiobook finished within the next two three months and getting this profit funnel finished this quiz funnel finished within the next week so that i can start driving traffic and uh, seeing how it performs so i'm excited about that as well kyle take it home i think i love the plan out your summer what it is you're going to do both fun and work and what you want to accomplish i think that yeah Saying no, focusing on the things that uh, are going to be important that you want to really hone in on and spend your time and energy on that and until you get the result. But then also to Chris's point, be okay if it doesn't work. Like, let it fail. Some stuff will fail, but you're going to learn of what it is that worked and didn't work and then apply that to the next version of it or next iteration of it or the pivot that you make. Um, And that's how you get better. Don't be afraid to fail. So go out and fail this summer. That's my advice. Excellent. On that upbeat note, <laughs> the <laughs> e-commerce leader, helping e-commerce leaders fail more quickly. <laughs> if you want to find us for more good stuff, uh, run the call-in app, which is on currently on uh, iPhone only. We've got uh, more than 100 uh, followers now and quite a lot of people listening in on that. It seems to vary greatly, but it, it, some of the topics really, really hit. So there's clearly an audience there. Come and join us there. If you are on podcasts, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, many other platforms. If you are on Apple or Spotify, final plea, please do give us a rating out of five stars. 
to give us uh, to give other people who are in your situation the chance to know if we're worth listening for and to give us a bit of motivation to keep producing this content uh, final thing to say is to our expert panel today jason miles kyle hamer chris green i'm michael Vizi. thanks so much for listening to the e-commerce leader that was the e-commerce leader podcast with michael Vizi in london england and jason miles in seattle washington if you liked this content don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast app for free resources, including PDFs and videos on topics like traffic, products, and sales channels, just go to www.theecommerceleader.com. No hyphens, just as it sounds. Thanks so much for listening.